Hey everyone, you're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined always by Abigail Ochoa, our high school sports reporter. What's going on, Abigail? It's been a it's been a while since we've had just kind of a normal episode of of the podcast. I know that's true, and our first basketball one too. So that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, we're, it's mid-January, which means basketball season is heating up. We've got girls' playoffs starting on Monday, and the boys' side, they're finishing up their final week of the regular season. Um, and, and let's just dive right into it. On, on the girls' side, there's there's three local schools that, that, that they'll be in the playoffs. They're from District 19-5A, College Station, A&M Consolidated, and Rudder. Uh, we can start with the Lady Cougars, the winners of the district. You know, they, they won 19-5A. They're going to play Porter on Monday at 6 o'clock mm-hmm. at Katie Taylor High School down in Katie. You yeah. know, it seems as if the Cougars have really found their way after a tough start in non-district play. You know, Abigail, what do you feel like has kind of been the key to their success here as 2022's turned the calendar? Yeah, well, I think there was a lot of questions coming into this season. You know, obviously, um, Coach Simak is now an athletic director for the the uh, CSISD. Um, so they got a new coach, but then they also lost, you know, some key players, you know, Nate Johnson and, and girls like that who really made a difference when, when you saw them, especially in the playoffs. Um, so, the, yeah, so there was a lot of questions kind of coming in. Um, they get Coach Joel's, who I think has done a great job of, of, you know, putting her own spin on things, but also keeping the core of what those girls are used to from CIMAC um, in, in the game and, and things like that. So we've really seen them thrive here. I mean, they have had, I don't know how many titles they've won, district titles they've won, but I would say this is probably one of many at this point. Um, you know, they go 16-0 this year, um, which has been really nice. But I think, you know, they – Puff Collins, they were able to get back towards the end of the season, which I think really helped them a lot. They have Jada McMillan, who's been big for them since she was about a sophomore. And, um, you know, Jaden Davenport, you have her, you know, coming off the boards. I think uh, she's just really fun to watch. Uh, she's really good at her job and what she's able to do um, every week. And I think all those three key components, you know, with everybody kind of put together, I think really made for a really good season for them. AM Consolidated, they were the runner up in 195. They're going to play Montgomery on Monday at 7 p.m. in Navasota. You know, the Lady Tigers, they were there on a hot streak, winning seven in a row before dropping three of their last four in the regular season. But it should be noted that senior point guard Sarah Hathorn, she's been sidelined with a leg injury the last three games. And that's been a that's been a key factor in, in Consol's uh, kind of losing skid there. And if they get her back, that'd be a big plus for them. Yeah, and I think they will. I think um, I, I think it's part of partly injury, but also just kind of resting her. And she's a big part of their offense. Um, you know, she scored 28 points in that game against College Station a few weeks ago. I mean, she's just a really big part. So I think um, yes, she was kind of injured, and obviously you want to have rest her for that from that. But I think most of it was, you know, we already have the number two seed. We have a few games left in the season. Um, a lot of those games were against, you know, the lower placed in that district, you know, like Katie Jordan and, and, um, and Magnolia and, and those type of teams. So I think um, they felt comfortable kind of having her rest, keeping her fresh for the playoffs on Monday. I'm sure she's going to be ready to go. Um, 
but yeah, she is, she's such a huge part of their team. Then you got Claire Cisco, um, who she can push out to on the outside, who makes, uh, she's really consistent uh, with her threes. Um, and just defensively, she's really big for them. She gets a lot of steals for them and, and just kind of makes things happen. Um, and then you got uh, Katera Gooden, who kind of like Jaden Davenport, she's really fun to watch she's coming off those boards. She's really helps them in that way. Um, she's really physical under that basket. So um, it really helps them. But yeah, I'm interested to see how they do against Montgomery on Monday. Obviously a team that they're going to be having to play um, in, for the next two years in this new district um, that, they're, that they're in. But, you know, Montgomery's really good. Um, I'm not sure kind of how they play. I've obviously never seen them play, but um, just looking at the record, their scores and stuff, they seem to be really strong. Coach Hines says that, says that as well. So they're going to get a really tough test here in the beginning. Um, and we're going to kind of see, um, you know, whether, you know, Sarah and, and Claire and, and Katera can really kind of bring things together and, and beat Montgomery. He has a pretty good squad there. If Consol were to win on Monday, they'd likely face number six, Pflugerville Hendrickson, who knocked out the Lady Tigers in the third round last year, uh, be a rematch in the playoffs there. So, you know, Consol, you know, they don't necessarily have have really good height, but they've got really good skill <laughs> players at the guard position that kind of makes up for that. And and when when Sarah Hathorn's on, I mean, she she can be really unstoppable. Uh, as She's a really fun to watch too. I mean, just really really um, awesome. And yeah, they they're not tall at all. Like if you really, they're probably my height. I, you know, they're not they're not um they don't have that advantage, I guess, but they do have it in other ways. So. Well, the Rudder Lady Rangers, they finished fourth in the 195A standings. They're going to face Kingwood Park on Tuesday at six o'clock in Magnolia. You know, they finished fourth, just squeaking into the playoffs, but they've got to feel good about where they're at. Got some momentum heading into the playoffs. They won four of their final five games, capped by that big win over Consol. They're going to have their hands full against a pretty good Kingwood Park team now. Yeah, it's true. I, I think the Rudder should be very proud of what they've been able to do this season. Uh, you know, kind of like College Station, they had, um, they knew they were, were bringing back a couple of girls, but still lost a few. And then they get a new head coach here at the beginning of the season. You know, Carla Calhoun told me, we're still learning, like we're still learning about each other, um, but also we're kind of learning what works for us. And um, I think that took them a while, which is probably, you know, why they were able to just squeak in there because um, they did have kind of a rough go around in the beginning there. Um, but I think that was expected for, for a team that's kind of rebuilding in a sense. Um, thankfully they do have Reiki Ali, who is um, kind of like Sarah Hawthorne when she's on, she's on and she's probably going to be scoring most of the points if she can um, allow that. And then they have um, Asani McGee also helping out. They, they just have a, have a really good group of girls um, I think, yeah, they will get a challenge there in the beginning, but I think they're really on one. You know, like you said, they have a shoot going and they were able to make the playoffs again. So a big accomplishment for them, considering kind of the turnaround that they had to do this season. You know, on the boys side, it's been kind of a tougher season for some of the local teams. Uh, a consolidated. They're going to be the only local boys team going to the playoffs mm -hmm. this year, likely, but the, the Tigers are playing really well. They've got a big game at home against Magnolia West tonight. Uh, win this one, you've likely secured second place in the district. Certainly helps with that playoff bracket. Abigail, you're going to be there tonight providing, providing coverage uh, on a pretty big game. Yeah, it, um, it really shows you 
how good this district is, at least at the top. I mean, I, I think the whole district is pretty good. College Station was able to do pretty well considering the, the turnaround they had for that season. I mean, they end up um, fourth there. Um, considering what, what's happened in the past two years, I think that's an accomplishment. And then you get Rudder right after them, um, who has been struggling with scheduling conflicts and, and all that, and still they're able to be um, sixth there. Um, but yeah, I think this this race is pretty tight. I mean, we can solve to not know kind of their seating at this point, um, especially in this district was kind of weird. But, you know, you got Mag West at four at 10 and four. Then you got Katie Jordan at 11 and four in third place. And then AM Consolidated in second place at 11 and three. So if AM Consolidated loses tonight, that changes things. If Mag West wins, like it, it's kind of all still happening for this district, which is a testament to how good this top half is. And um, Katie Paytow, obviously um, undefeated at number one. But yeah, Consol is, um, they, they've been really, really cool. Uh, to watch this season. I think they really, they put on a show. Um, they're very fast and they have a lot of good people to turn to. Um, it's not just like they have um, one or two guys who who stand out. Obviously, Ali, Ali is one of them, but um, they have so many other guys to kind of turn to. And it's been really, really cool to see um, them kind of make this run. Uh, you know, they, they had a tough go around with Paytow, and I think that could have maybe changed things as far as standings go, but they lost both of those. Um, so that kind of put them down below. And then Mag West, yeah, like you said tonight, another big one before the playoffs start next week. Um, the first time they played each other, Mag West won 70 to 66. So um, I'm probably expecting another tight game tonight. Um, if they go that route, but I think Gonzal. They're fighting for something, and I think that really motivates this team um, to kind of go ahead and get the win. They're at home, and I know that's big for them. So it, it should be fun. I, they've been really fun to watch this season, and I know you've been at a few games. So um, it, I, it's been fun for me to watch at least. Yeah, you know, I, I, they're kind of similar to their girls' team in a sense that they they don't they lack kind of that height, that size, that big man. You know, they've got a couple of guys that come off the bench. You think about Zay Jesse. Um, and, mm -hmm. and they got another guy there, but you know, what they make up for it is that skill and that speed, you know, that, that defense is just tenacious. That's just kind of the hallmark of that team is their defense. They like to force live ball turnovers and they like to turn them into fast break transition points. You know, yeah. think about a guy like Justin Gooden, he can zip down the court, the combo of Caden Lewis and Zion Ali. I mean, that, that is a great one to punch. Adam Jackson's had a pretty good season as a sophomore. And then you think about their yeah, bench. You think about their bench, they've got they're they're going in line shifts. I mean, like Coach Daly, he, he at times he he he's kind of used those line shifts. And you know, there's been games where you think about like I was there on Tuesday when they played Rudder. You know, that first quarter was an eight to six ball game. They shit they sub in all five subs, 10-0 run for Consol, and all of a sudden they're ahead 18 to 6 at the end of the first quarter. So I mean, yeah. they're getting production out of not only their their starting five, but their sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth guy. I mean, mm -hmm. for 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 a high school basketball team, that that depth is so imperative when you know a lot of times you've really got maybe one, two, or three guys that can really carry the team. So especially in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, the way that Consol plays, um, you know, they 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 really they really get on to teams with that press. Um, they, they've come a long way on offense, being able to, you know, 
They like to get out and in front and, and get it going. But when they don't, they've been able to set up that offense a little better as the season's progressed and, and really get some some good shots and, and get some good opportunities in, in the front court. So, well, you know, there's been some good basketball played across the Brazos Valley as well. You know, to no surprise, Franklin, the state champions in football, they're number 12 <laughs> in 3A in basketball. You know, they're likely to win their district. They close with a big road game against second place Crockett uh, in, in the regular season, you know, Mumford, they always seem to have a really good team on the court this season or team on the court. And this season has been no different. You know, the Mustangs, yeah. they're number five down at the two a rank, you know, th- those are two tools. I feel like we're not, we're not too surprised about, would you say? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, they always, uh, they have great coaches. They have great uh, guys. I know Franklin, most of those guys are from the football team, just really good athletes. Um, who are able to come in and play for them. And Mumford, you know, I, I believe they – I know they played Hearn here last year. Um, I can't remember how far they went, but, you know, not a surprise, like you said, to see these two teams kind of um, making making another run here. Yeah, and then down, down at the 1A level, you know, Calvert, they're up to number two in the polls, and Dimebox sitting at number five. Abigail, you get to watch those two teams face off a couple weeks ago. You know, what's kind of been the key cog on each of those two squads, you'd say? Well, yeah, the game was, uh, you know, really tight in the beginning. It was tied at 23, I believe, at halftime. Um, and then Calvert kind of pulled away. But I think um, Calvert, obviously, in that game specifically, they had the height advantage. But I believe that they probably would have that continuing to go on as they go into the playoffs and the end of this season. Um, and that's just really hard to beat. When you have the height and the talent, um, it, it really works out well for them. Um, MJ Thomas, obviously a, a big guy for them, you know, a, a, with points and, and he's like six, five or six, seven or something like that. Like they, and all those guys are that tall and that good. Um, so I think for them, it just comes down to really executing that. Um, they used a new defense against um, Dimebox and that kind of helped um, them in that second half and they were kind of able to pull through from there. But I think once they go, once they're on, once they know what they're doing, what the plan is, um, how the transitions are working and things like that, they're really, really tough to beat. Um, they're just consistent and productive and, um, they work really well. I think Dimebox has a, had a couple good guys who were really good for them. I know the first time they played Calvert, Dimebox almost won, um, because of just their three point shooting. And I think in, the, in this last matchup, they were able to show that they were able to shoot from anywhere. Um, and so I think that really helps, you know, they were able to drive, um, you know, drive in the paint and really have success there. Against Calvert, that's really hard. So good on Dimebox for being able to do that. And I think if they're able to keep that up in the playoffs against maybe um, teams that aren't as, as good as Calvert, um, then they'll have pretty much, they'll have a lot of success there as well. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Brazos Sports Preps cast. You know, exciting times ahead uh, on the court as we enter playoffs. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone, for this week's episode of the Brazos Sports Preps cast. Be sure to like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And as always, be sure to check out our high school basketball coverage at TheEagle.com. We'll see you next time.